Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Hope everybody had a great Independence Day. I had a pretty good Independence Day at my house with my family. Due to all the COVID-19 restrictions, they're not doing any big shows. I had to do my own little extravaganza at the house. It went off okay. I didn't lose any limbs or fingers, and uh, the kids turned out okay. So I guess it was a productive night. I can't say I'm the best, but hopefully the kids enjoyed it. They seem to. Uh, we did the barbecue thing. Uh, me and my wife ha- had a good time. It was a good Independence Day, and I think it was a break that was needed with all the madness that's going on. I probably did go a little overkill on the fireworks, but that was because of your media and these fools on the social media that were, oh, you can't celebrate Fourth of July if you do. Oh, my God, you're a racist. Well, racist, I'm not. Proud American. 100%. Happy to celebrate Independence Day? Absolutely. Been celebrating it for the last 40 years, and I will continue to celebrate Independence Day until the day I'm no longer here. Uh, my kids, we always explain to them why we're celebrating today so they know the history of our country because history right now is in threat of being erased with all of this madness going on, tearing down statues. Uh, even saw. Um, Washington Times article that's basically questioning books. They're even digging into that now. You know, books are deemed offensive. So they we want to pull them off the shelf or they want to get rid of them or knowing them because most of these real leftist liberals act like Nazis anyway, so they probably want to burn them. But my question to that would be, well, who gets to say what's inappropriate and what's not? Because isn't that very subjective? You know, although you may not like Adolf Hitler, a book about the history of Adolf Hitler is probably a book you don't want to burn. Not because you respect the man, not because you like him, because since it's part of history, it's something you should know about, you should learn about. So when you see something like that happening again, kind of like now, You're aware of what's going on. You have a little bit of context of what you're looking at. So it does have its place, nonetheless. Uh, As terrible as that book may be, uh, as hard as it would be to read, it does have a place. So, But let's get back a little bit into the uh, Independence Day weekend. Can somebody please tell me how stupid one person can be why are there so many stupid people I sit in my bedroom sometimes at night and I'm staring at the ceiling and I got all these things running through my mind and I just think to myself sometimes my god how could they be so dumb you have mayors of these big democratic run states and cities with the most unbelievable views on Life or situations. I don't even know the right way to explain it. But you have these mayors like the lady from Chicago who's saying everybody was cooped up and from the COVID. They're all cooped in their house. So now that everybody's coming out, violence starts all over again. What in the heck does that even mean? You mean to tell me that COVID was keeping your streets safer That basically because you were keeping people locked in their houses like caged animals, that was the only way to keep your city safe? How about you put a little bit of money 
into your police department? How about you actually try to help out your citizens? How about you educate people more? How about you get into the communities and you get out there and you work with them? How about you send them to church? Ask them to pray with you. How about you talk to them and see what they're really fighting about? How about you create a special task force specifically on the weekends to make sure that all these gangbangers ain't killing everybody? How about that? You're going to tell me that COVID is what you're using as an excuse to keep your, that was what was keeping your city safe for that short period of time. And then de Blasio, you got a man walking across the street with his six-year-old daughter hand in hand, crossing a crosswalk. He gets shot in front of his six-year-old daughter. The poor little thing, that poor baby, didn't even know what to do. She went to run one way and saw a guy bail in the other direction and followed him out of fear, didn't know what to do while her father's laying, bleeding out and dying in the street. And de Blasio has the nerve to take $1.6 billion away from the police department? Are you insane? Look what you've done. That blood is on your hands. That's not on anybody else's hands. You know what? Instead of taking 1.6 away, you should have been pumping 1.6 billion into your police department and supporting them and make sure they go out there and they're stopping stuff like that from happening. But they're not. Georgia, at a Black Lives Matter rally, a terrorist event, because in case anybody hasn't looked it up yet, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group of Marxists that are trying to overthrow the government and create havoc and chaos. It has nothing to do with black lives. But I digress. A Black Lives Matter rally. A mother and her daughter drive through a barricade and a mother has to watch her daughter get shot next to her in the car. A mother has to watch her eight-year-old die in the car next to her. What are we doing here? What country are we living in? How could people continue to vote these people in? In the mayor's pitiful attempt at an apology while a father is sitting there saying, you killed one of your own. Black on black crime. And what does the mayor have to say about it? A pitiful apology about how they need to stop killing each other and it's getting out of hand. It's not getting out of hand. It's been out of hand. You just don't want to address the situation because you don't want to go against your party because you have some hopes and dreams of maybe if you be good enough and behave yourself enough and you push hard enough to the left, maybe they'll give you that vice president run. You people are despicable, disgraceful. You need to be removed. Independence Day, we're supposed to be celebrating our independence. And instead, you got families that are throwing parties and having events at their house, trying to celebrate it the right way, and they're losing children. Black-on-black crime, God forbid, you're not allowed to talk about that. It's probably good that I'm not a real big host yet. Because God forbid I say black-on-black crime, that's a big no-no. You're not allowed to talk about that. Because in Chicago, 90% of killings in all those areas... On the south side and everything, it's black on black crime. It's not white on black. It's not black on white. It's black on black. You're killing your own people. But the media ain't going to tell you that. The media is not going to say nothing about it at all. That doesn't fit their narrative. 
They don't care about your black-on-black crime. They're only going to point out the white-on-black because it fits the narrative of what they want, which is what they want is to paint our country as this racist, beginning-to-end nation. And let's get into the big one. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick putting out a video on Independence Day that says he cannot celebrate it and celebrate the flag under a nation that has been racist for since the beginning. Colin Kaepernick, maybe 50% black. He's mixed. His mother's white. I believe his father was Nigerian and something else. I might be wrong. You could look it up, check it out for yourself. I could be wrong, but I know at least the percentage is there. He's at least half white. Adopted by white family. Raised by white people. By all accounts, I'm sure he lived a very average American life. Colin Kaepernick. Couldn't cut it in the NFL. Had one decent season. After that, you know, he did set some records. He actually set one really good record. Um... You can look it up on ESPN. The only quarterback in history to be sacked more times than the amount of yards that he actually threw for. He was sacked five times and only threw for four yards. And in the five times he got sacked, he lost 25 yards, which gave him a total of negative 21 yards. Good job on that. You wonder why you were benched? Was Colin Kaepernick making a stand While he was a starter? No, it was only when he became second string and he's being pulled off the field. He's got to stay relevant. Start wearing socks. Start start disrespecting the flag. How many people died for that flag? How many men, women, die and perish for that flag in the past all the way through current times? And you got the nerve to disrespect it? Colin Kaepernick, he doesn't even care about football. He thinks he's some social justice warrior now. Colin Kaepernick was given something that you have never seen by another football player. He was given an opportunity to go out there, show what he still has in front of a bunch of teams to see if they would pick him up for the season. He declined. Well, why did he decline? Because he's not interested in playing football. He's making more money doing what he's doing right now. It's amazing to me that you're telling me that you are oppressed and you're getting paid $20 million from the NFL, that you're oppressed, and you won't even release how much money Nike gave you. You won't even release that to the public. My God, it must be an astronomical figure. How could you be so oppressed? They're going to do a series on him on Netflix? I mean, you should be able to wrap that up in 30 minutes. It's going to be a six-part series? Who's going to watch that? And the lady that's filming the series, she was an an announcer on ESPN. Oh, I'm trying to remember what her name was. Oh, it was was Jameel Hill. That's what it was. Jameel Hill was an announcer on ESPN that was focused more on racial injustice in the league than she was on talking about actual statistics in the games. So they fired her. Then they gave her her own little website 
or they designed a website for her where basically it was all about injustice or whatnot. And I guess she got too quirky for that one and they fired her from there. And now she gets picked up by Disney ESPN to do a documentary on Colin Kaepernick. Give me a break. Colin Kaepernick. You're, oh, you are so oppressed with your $20 million. Hey, man, why don't you give me some of that $20 million? So I'm feeling mighty oppressed right now. I could use some of that $20 million. You should, you should hand some over. Or if, you know, if you're like the rest of them and you believe in the whole socialism utopia, we should all be even. You know, I'm sure there's quite a few of us that could use a little bit of that money and let's even things out. You shouldn't live no better than me. You shouldn't be taking these photo shoots with your Lamborghinis and all that stuff all dressed in your uh, $10,000 suits. Where's that money at, bro? Amazing how liberals are. A liberal tell us how we're selfish and we're racist and we stole this land and we're no good. And then you tell, you know, a response back would be, hey, well, you know what, man, if you feel that way, why don't you sell all your possessions, donate your stuff to the American Indians and to the land and leave the country? You know the response you get? Oh, hell no. I'm not leaving the country. Oh, no, of course not. No, of course you wouldn't. Why would you give up something so great, right? It's amazing. Colin Kaepernick. I don't know. Sports in general have taken a pretty ugly turn. They're going to put Black Lives Matter on the NBA floor. They've approved, what, 20? It's either 26 or 29 sayings pre-approved for them to wear on their jerseys to make political statements, I can't breathe, Black Lives Matter, social injustice, so on and so forth. You know what? Can we just play a sport to watch the sport? Does it always have to be political? And it's the most amazing thing is all of these athletes that are complaining, all these star athletes and mediocre athletes and everybody in there that's willing to – take this political stand, this is all coming from people who make multi-millions of dollars talking to me, you, and everybody else about being oppressed. Do they even know what it's like to be oppressed? I'm sure some of them do. I'm sure some of them come from some rough areas. Uh, I know there's a lot of kids at a place in Florida named Belle Glade. I know that's a really rough place to live in. It's an ugly place over there, very poor, and you got to be pretty tough to live over there. And you get uh, quite a few football stars, college and, and NFL, that come out of that area. Those are the ones that feel oppressed. Those are the ones that feel maybe the injustice that they're spewing. But this is America. I don't see no oppression. When you've already had a black president of the United States, black people from the president down in all different types of military, senators, governors, mayors, sheriffs. I mean, you're in every organization that we have. You run Fortune 500 companies and beyond. Uh, all your athletes, I mean, football, I don't know what the ratio is. I'm going to say probably 80% African-American. Uh, it's got to be a lot heavier than most. NBA, same thing. I mean, you mean to tell me you're oppressed? Pop stars, rock stars, you're oppressed. All the money you make, you're oppressed. I don't want to hear the oppressed thing. I get tired of hearing that nonsense. 
all this movement, all this fight, it's all a fake narrative anyways. What's going on right now is this is the left's last chance. They know investigations have been happening. They know people are being called in. They know the deep state is starting to get exposed. They know this is their last greatest chance to flare up like a hemorrhoid and attack from every direction relentlessly until election day. And believe me, I'm sure some of you know people that have had COVID-19. Maybe, unfortunately, some of you have lost somebody from COVID-19. I've known quite a few people, and by quite a few, I'm in the double digits easy of people that have had COVID, and it is nowhere near as deadly from what I've seen as they lead on to believe. Not to mention, if you're watching any of the numbers, you see the COVID numbers. Yes, our counts are going up. The, the average age of who's contracting it is going down. But what has consistently gone down since the beginning has been the death rate. So if it's getting more catchy but less deadly, it's starting to look a lot more like a flu. But the left isn't going to let you know one way or the other. This is their master plan. Like I said, this is their last moment. This is the last ditch effort. This is the Hail Mary. What do they want us to do? They want us to stay inside. Of course. If you could shut everything down, what has to be available? Mail-in ballots. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it a thousand more times. Mail-in ballots is literally the easiest way to cheat in an election, period. If you want to win, you're going to play that game. You got to be able to cheat because, let's be honest, if you're looking at, let's compare Joe Biden and Donald Trump. That's like trying to compare going to, say, I don't know, a real popular place, Longhorn Steakhouse to get a piece of steak or go to Denny's. Naturally, you're going to go to Longhorn because Denny's, you know, that would be questionable if it even is actually steak at best. The point is, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump, they know Joe Biden's a loser all day. Donald Trump needs to stay focused. He needs to... Come out and call it like it is. This is your chance. Look at what they've done to all these cities, the chop zones. Look at what is happening in New York. Look what's happening in California and L.A. with defunding the police. Look at Minneapolis with them trying to abolish the police department. Look at Georgia with her defunding the police department in Atlanta. Look at the violence that is spreading. Look at the children that are dying. Look at the people that are being injured, the property being lost. This is what is to come if Joe Biden becomes president of the United States. And he needs to run with that narrative because it's actually the truth. He's not telling you a lie. He's not fabricating. He's not making something up that's going to sound good in a commercial. That is the truth. That is what you are going to get. Joe Biden came out with his message. He's going to transform America. Really, you're going to transform America into what? (laughs) To what you want it to be? What are you going to transform it into? Does Joe Biden even know what he's going to transform it into? Does Joe Biden even know what day today is? Does Joe Biden remember his name? Did anybody see the clip where he goes, hey, this is Joe Biden's husband, Joe Biden? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) mean, really? 
That's the choice. They know this. The deep state know this, but that's their best shot. They know America is not ready. The majority of us do not want socialism. We do not want this violence. We do not support defunding the police. We do not support tearing down our history and our statues. They know they're not ready. That's why they couldn't pick a more daring candidate. That's why they couldn't take somebody like a Bernie Sanders who's going to end up sounding like a Stalin or a Hitler when he's out there giving his speeches. Donald Trump is the last line. He is the only thing holding the line for us. He's holding back the flood. We got to support him. We got to get out there. We got to vote. We got to make sure he does four more years for America's survival. Look at the attack they had on Mount Rushmore. You got CNN anchors that years before, it was majestic. It was magical when Obama was visiting Mount Rushmore. And when Bernie Sanders said there, uh, went there, he ended up saying he's truly proud to be an American when he sees such an amazing sight. But then Donald Trump goes and it's Donald Trump standing in front of two slave owners and land stolen by the Indians. <laughs> Look at the double standard. But it's all the time. They don't even hide it anymore. The double standard is so blatant they don't even hide it. Donald Trump's got to stay focused, and I hope he does. He can win this if we all get behind him. He could win this because we are not ready as a people to be socialist. I don't want to be socialist. I'll fight to the end. Funny note on that. You notice how quiet it's been about the Second Amendment? Have you seen gun sales lately? Gun sales... They're having their best year in in recorded history of gun sales. Oh, they can't run with that narrative anymore. They know that that's in the toilet. With all the violence going on, the first thing people are going to do is go buy a gun. You're talking about defunding the police. You're talking about abolishing police departments. Well, people are going to sit there and go, how do I protect myself? I guess it's time to buy a gun. I've never had one, never owned one, but I better go get one. This is insanity. We're living in an insane time with stupid people. And with that being said, stupid people, I saw an article where Hillary Clinton says she could have won or she could win in 2020 if she was a nominee. You couldn't beat them last time, crooked Hillary. And last time... You had the DOJ, the FBI, all the media behind you. You guys were fabricating the whole Russia thing. You guys are fabricating anything you could possibly do uh, to this man, and you still didn't beat him. So now that everybody knows what a crumb bag you are, and you're being called in to testify about your emails, and all all your buddies in crime there are all starting to be called in one at a time, What makes you think you could beat them this time? You have less clout this time than you had last time. You got less support this time than you had last time. When is this lady going to go away? Right now, her husband, oh, I'm sure he, if if he's a praying man, which I hope not, somebody like that, it would be like listening to the devil pray, okay? He better start praying. He better get down on his knees and pray to somebody because Epstein's uh, disgusting madam is locked up now 
and she says she's willing to squeal like a pig. And his name and the prince's name overseas there are being called out pretty hard, pretty quickly. I don't know how it's going to pan out. I'm not trying to spread any propaganda. It's just the uh, talking points that have been going on since she's been arrested. I'm curious to see how it's going to pan out. Bill Clinton has already been accused multiple times of raping women. So would it surprise you at all, him hanging out with a dirt bag like Epstein, would it surprise you that he did more of that? It wouldn't surprise me, not even a little. On that point, I think I'll wrap it up for today. Uh, if you like the uh, what I'm doing, if you have any suggestions, any changes, you can reach me at Joe Little on Parlor at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N on Twitter or the same on Gmail. Please send your comments, any questions, any concerns, uh, positive or negative. I'm willing to take all the feedback. Hope you enjoy listening to the show. Thanks. God bless.